Where is God in difficult times? When we look at it very well, most often, many people ask a lot of questions when they are going through challenging period, when they are in a period of uncertainty, when they are going through a turbulent moment, they ask a lot of questions. Not only the people in the world, but even Christians. They begin to ask themselves, why am I going through this when I am in the Lord? When am I going through this when I am one of the gatekeepers in the church, interceding on behalf of the church members? Why am I going through this? We ask ourselves a lot of questions. I pray every day. I go to church every Sunday. I read the word of God. I hear the word of God. Why is this befalling me, O oh Lord? We have so many people nowadays, even Christians, asking the same question. Brethren in the law, where is God in difficult times? When you see all these questions that we are talking about, Naturally, when we sit down and think about it, you will think, yes, they are asking sensible questions. All these questions, naturally, they are very sensible. But when it comes to the things of the law, they are not. When it comes to the things of the law, they are not because God has ways of talking to his own. When God wants to draw your attention to him, he has different ways of drawing your attention as children of God unto himself. Brethren in the law, I would like you, let us go into the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. That was said, but natural man received not the thing of the spirit of God for they are foolishness unto them. They receive not the thing of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness. Because when you look at it, you are serving God, and you are going through difficulty. When you look at it, it's like it doesn't add up at all. Your expectation would be, I am in the law, and everything should go on the way I want it. I shouldn't have any challenges, I shouldn't have any difficulties. I shouldn't have any problem. That should be our thought. But our Heavenly Father that we serve, like I said earlier on, has different way of drawing us to himself. Brethren in the law, but if you are spiritual, you will see that what God Almighty Father is doing is working something out in your life. But this is very difficult for a carnally minded person to understand. But if you are a spiritually minded person, you can even sit down and think, yes, I think this is the right time for me to speak to my Heavenly Father in prayer. I think this is the right time for me to get closer unto my Heavenly Father. Because when you are going through difficulty or challenges in life, the best thing for you to do is to sit down, think, I am going to church. I am in the law, and I've read of so many miracles that has been performed. Even in the Bible, I've read it. I think it is my turn. That is the time that children of God should go into the presence of God, seeking the face of God. 
Because there is no any other way. I am telling you, when you want to navigate through any period of uncertainty in life, brethren in the law, there is no any other way. The only way is for you to remain grounded in the word of God. For you to remain grounded in that unchanging truth of God's word. That is the only way for thyself, and that is the only way even for me. We have to believe in the Lord that we serve. We are his God in difficult times. We are going to establish some examples in the word of God. Then you will see where God is in difficult times. We will be able to establish that God is in even that situation that you are going through at a point in time. God is in that situation. God is very close to you. God is not far away from you. Whatever it is you may be going through, God is very close to you, and God is in the midst of that situation. Can we go into the book of Out of Apostle, chapter 16, verse 25 and 26? Out of Apostle 16, 25 and 26. This is about Paul and Silas. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Praise the Lord. Verse 26, please. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prison was shaking. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everybody's chain came loose. Brethren in the law, do you know the situation? This brother, the situation they were in. Because they were preaching after being forbidden not to do so, they were apprehended and locked up. But despite the fact that they were locked up, they continued singing. The time that I believe most Christians today, if we go through what they went through, you will discover that you sit down and be crying, sobbing in tears. Brethren in the Lord, instead of this brother to do so, what were they doing? They were praising God in the prison. They were praising God. They were praying and all other people. They were hearing them. How possible is this? This doesn't add up. They have been locked up. And they, what they asked them not to do, when they were outside of the prison, they are now in the prison and they are doing it. Brethren in the law, can you see the kind of boldness, the kind of power that they have got to continue doing that in the prison? And even in the prison there, God performed his miracle in their life. We have seen it. The door of the prison flew open. It flew open and the chain became loose. That is the first one. The first, second one that I want to talk about, we are not going to talk about it. I will just mention it. We can recollect the three Hebrews in the Bible. The three Hebrews in the Bible, that they put them in the burning fire. Wonderful God that we serve. They put them in the burning fire, but now the king who commanded them to be put in the burning fire say, how many people did we throw into the fire? 
it appears I'm seeing four people. And the appearance of the fourth one looks like the appearance of the Son of God. Even in that fire, God Almighty Father was there with them. He never disappointed them. He never left them alone. They were in the fire. Nothing happened to them. Nothing touched them. Guess what, brother? Those who put them in that fire, the Bible confirmed that the degree of the hotness of that fire scorched one of them to death. The degree of the hotness of that fire. And not to talk, what about the people that were put in fire? Nothing happened to them. The Bible confirmed. Where is God in difficult time? God is in the situation that you may be going through as children of God. I don't know what you are going through at this moment, but whatever you are going through, I want you to have faith in the Lord. I want you to believe that there is nothing impossible for God to do. If you believe that, you will see that everything will be all right. But we want to look at some steps. What can we do? What can we do in difficult times, in difficult moments, when we are going through turbulent period? What can we do? Brethren in the Lord, the first thing for us, let us have faith in God. Let us have faith in God. And I will use a secular illustration for this. It is a secular illustration because the word of God says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for. I thought, of, I thought of this so much. The substance of things hoped for. What you are hoping for, the substance of things is faith. Now, let, them, let me just use this illustration in the world, the secular illustration. I know many people who have got cars here. Now, when you wanted to buy that car, the substance of that car that you have just bought, I'm telling you, is the money that you pay for it. And not that you got that money at the time, but you must have been working towards it. You must have been working towards it. And the same thing is applicable to any project that you want to do. Be it capital-intensive project. Whatever you want to do, it requires planning. And you need to plan towards it. You need to save towards it. Brethren in the Lord, the same thing is faith. You are going through anything that is very unpleasant. You just don't sit down. You need faith. And that is why I say it's the substance of things hoped for. How do you get this faith? Because you are walking towards it. You say faith comment by what? By hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Faith comment by hearing. We are here in the presence of God. We are hearing the word of God. Our pastor comes here every Sunday, preaches the word of God. We, uh, our faith is being built up gradually as we are hearing the word of God. Another step is when you are reading the word of God yourself, somebody is communicating to you. Somebody is communicating to you when you are reading the word of God. Because the word of God says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word that you are reading is God. It's God talking to you through the Bible. It's God talking to you. And when you continue reading this, you will discover that you will have strong faith in the Lord. And your faith will remain unshakable. 
no matter what you are going through, your check will remain unshakable. You will have that faith that my Lord that I'm serving, I know is going to save me from this moment. From what I'm going through, the Lord is going to save me. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that whatever it is that we are confronting as challenges, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that Jehovah that you serve will give us victory in Jesus' name. Amen. We want to look at another point. This is focusing. Don't allow your focus to be shifted away from the Lord. I learned something from Peter. You know when this miracle was performed, when multitude of people were fed with five loaves of bread and two fishes, and at the end of the day, Jesus Christ passed people there and asked the disciple to cross over to the other side. And when they were going to the other side, something happened because Jesus Christ was not going with them. But something happened when they got to the middle of the sea. The Bible confirmed that the current of that water, the wave was so high to the extent that their boat was being tossed here and there. And they were all filled with fear. All of a sudden, they saw Jesus Christ. They didn't even know it was Jesus Christ. They saw him walking on the sea. They saw him walking on the sea. But they were doubting, could this be Jesus Christ or somebody else? And they said, no, this is Jesus. And Jesus confirmed, it's me. And Peter said, if it's you, Lord, bid me to come to you. And Jesus said, come. Then he was walking on the sea, walking on the sea, walking on the sea. Immediately, the focus shifted away from the Lord Jesus Christ. He started sinking. He was focusing on the waves of the water. That God, am I not going to perish today with this current of water? He started sinking, but Peter quickly reached out. A Jesus Christ quickly reached out, held his hand, and pulled him up. Brethren in the Lord, whatever we may be going through, please don't allow your focus to be shifted away from our Lord. Don't allow your focus to be shifted away from the Lord Jesus Christ, because he's the only one that can save us. Another one that I want to mention, brethren in the Lord, as we are serving God, this is very, very bad when you have fear. When you have fear, I'm telling you, it paralyzes the power of God in one's life. It is in that particular person's life that it will be paralyzed. There is nothing you can do with fear in your life because it allows doubts. It allows doubts in your mind. And the word of God says, a double-minded person can never receive anything from God. If you are double-minded, you can never receive anything from God. Brethren in the Lord, do not allow fear. No matter what, whatever you may be going through, never you allow fear. Even his word says, you are not given the spirit of fear. We are only given the spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind. That is what the Bible says. Power, love, and of a sound mind. You are not given that spirit of fear. You should not be fearful. In any situation, in any circumstances, you should not be fearful because you know you have got one person over there. And it's God who can save. It's our God who can save. Wherever you are, 
at any point in time, God is so powerful. He is an omnipotent God. He is present everywhere. Where we are right now, God is here. When you go out of these premises, God is with you. He never leaves his own. He never departs from them. But let us make sure we hold on to our Heavenly Father family. The fourth one that I would like to mention, this is very, very important, prayer. Whatever you may be going through, try to be prayerful. And when you are prayerful children of God, we must learn some words. It's not that at the time you are praying, you'll be opening your Bible, I want to quote this verse. We must have some verses. We must have some verses. This should be part of us. When you are praying, you continue declaring the word of God. You continue declaring the word of God. You will not even have time to focus on what you are going through. You focus on what the word of God says. You focus on what God says. That is the only way to overcome. We are not told or informed that we are not going to go through challenges in life. The Bible never mentioned that. He said, you shall have challenges in this world, but be of good cheers, for he has overcome for you. He has already overcome. He has already overcome for you. Only if you allow doubt in your mind. Only if you are double-minded. If you are not double-minded, you will definitely receive what you are looking for. Brethren in the law, learn to be prayerful. Learn to be prayerful. When people are saying positive things, when people are declaring negative things, you declare positive things. When people are saying they are casting down, you stare down, they are lifting up. When people are saying you are here, ah, the situation of the country is so bad now. Don't you know uh, some years ago when you go to the store with 100 pounds, if you have a deep freezer, it's going to be full. But nowadays, if you go to any store with 100 pounds, you are just going to have a carrier bag. Brethren in the law, it doesn't concern you. The word of God says, the long, young lions, they lack and they suffer hunger. But those that serve our Heavenly Father shall not lack any good things. That is what the Word of God says. If you can dwell upon the Word of God, if you can dwell upon what the Word of God says, you will see that definitely you are going to overcome at the end. You will see that definitely you are going to have victory. Or maybe you have somebody that is sick around you and the person is saying something negative. Brethren in the Lord, I must tell you something today. It is about my life. I've gone through it before. When I was seriously sick. But let me tell you, Satan is a liar. Satan is a liar. The what I was even thinking of at that time, I thought my enemy wanted to die. Because it was so serious. Then I said, okay, do you know because of this I traveled to Nigeria? I said before, because before this happened, I want to see my children and I want to see my, my wife. It's like I have already accepted that defeat. It's like I've already accepted it. Then I said, then sometimes I will just leave, put my hand, the two hands beside myself, cover myself with cloth, then I'll be singing. I know there is another fellowship in heaven. I know there is another fellowship in heaven. I continue singing. But you know, what happened that time, because it was too, too much for me, but when I got to Nigeria, I saw my wife, 
I saw my children. I didn't see anything. I said, yes, I'm satisfied now. I'm going back to England. Whatever happens, happens. But before getting to Nigeria, a pastor friend of mine was asking me from my wife, how is my friend? What happened to my friend? This is the position I saw my friend. And when I got home, I called him. He said, brother, before you go back, we need to pray. I said, let us pray. He said, we can't pray here. We have to go to church. We went there. We were praying with this brother. There were fans there, but yet we were wet. We were wet. By the time I came back here, my language changed. I was not saying, I know there is another fellowship in heaven. I know there is another fellowship in heaven. I started saying, I shall never be sick because I have God in my life. The person living in me is mighty. Mightier is he that living in me than he that liveth in the world. I declare, I started declaring the word of God. I said in the word of God, I am not going to die. I am going to live to proclaim the glory of God. I continue praying. I refuse to eat. I said, I want to see that thing that will kill me. In prayer, let me see it. I refuse to eat. A brother of mine spoke to me. You know when you are going through something like this, you need to eat? I said, no. Let me see what is going to happen. But something happened one night. I am not going to go into that one. Something happened one night. Then in the morning, I told my wife, I said, it's over. I said, it's over. I went to the hospital. I went to the GP. Do your test. Do everything. They said, what happened? Nothing. You are discharged back to your GP. I am talking of something that happened about 16 years ago. It happened about 16 years ago. So when we hold on to our Heavenly Father, God is so powerful. He will never put you to shame. He will never disappoint you. There is no way God will disappoint you. And that is why he say, call upon me and I will answer thee. Ask and it shall be given unto you. These are words of promises that Heavenly Father has given to us. When God promises something, he never fails, and he never goes back on his word. He will definitely fulfill whatever he says. Brethren in the Lord, I want you to hold on to our Heavenly Father. There is one thing I would like to mention. This fast, I would like to quote this fast, because we need to learn from me. It says from the book of Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. The Lord is good. All the time. God is so powerful. So in the book of Galatians chapter 4, verse 1, I just want to quickly read this. Because we don't have to be in that position. If we are in that position, other people will be controlling us. We won't be able to take charge. You won't be able to take charge. But if you know this secret, you will never remain in that position. What position am I talking of? Position of being a child. The time that you are supposed to be taking solid food, that you are still taking milk. Let, us, let me quickly read it. Galatians chapter 4, verse 1. Chapter 4, verse 1. Galatians 4, verse 1. It says, What I am saying is that as long as the heir is a child, 
he is no different from a slave. Although he owned the whole estate. Imagine somebody who owned the whole estate. Do you know the inheritance that God has given unto you? Everything God has given unto you. Everything the Bible confirms, everything that pertains to life and godliness has been given unto you through the knowledge of him who have called us unto glory and virtue. Brethren in the Lord, you have been given everything unless if you remain a child in the Lord. If you refuse to grow in the Lord. The time that you are supposed to be taking solid food, you are still taking me. There are so many things we can lose if we remain in that position. And that is why it says, somebody who has inherited something but still a child, you know he's still under the control and guardianship of people. He won't be able to take charge. He won't be able to take control. That is who we are if we are not mature in the law. But if you are mature in the law, you'll be able to take charge. You'll be able to declare the word of God. And so shall it be as we are declaring in Jesus' name. Shall we rise up on our faith, brethren in the law? This afternoon, I would like us to pray unto our Heavenly Father. That Father, whatever I may be going through, whatever I may be going through, I am in your presence right now. And I know you are the Lord that answers prayer. The Father, in the name of Jesus, before I leave these premises, touch my life, O Lord. Touch my life, O Lord. Let there be transformation. Jehovah, begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Rock of ages, our Lord and our Father. King of kings, Lord of lords. Lord Jehovah, we have heard your word. We are his God in difficult times. Father, you are not far away from us. Even you are in the midst of whatever we may be going through. All we know, my Lord and my Father, and our understanding of thy word, is there is nothing impossible for you to do. I pray today in the name of the Lord Jesus, whatever it is that any one of us here may be going through, Jehovah, my Lord, God Almighty, Father, as you have said, you shall have challenges in this world, but be of good cheers, for he has overcome. You have overcome in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I pray in the name of Jesus. Jehovah shall grant you victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. As the word of God has said, in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. I pray today, may your life be filled with the joy of God. In Jesus' name. Daddy, we thank you this day. We glorify your holy name. Glory be to the name of God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Shall we share the grace together?